Local people, local stories. This is the All Local from 1010 Wins. I'm Lee Harris, and here are today's top local stories. Police are still trying to figure out why a mother drowned her three children in Brooklyn yesterday. Glenn Chuck with the latest on the investigation from Coney Island this morning. Glenn? And Lee, we have learned uh, quite a bit more here now. There are reports that 30-year-old, the mother, Erin uh, Murdy, was in a custody battle recently with her ex, also facing eviction from her apartment here on Neptune Avenue because of uh, financial trouble, thousands of dollars behind in her rent. And uh, her mother telling the Daily News that Erin may have been going through postpartum depression at the same time. And all of this, neighbors are grappling with this tragedy. Give them to somebody. Take them to somebody. Don't harm them like that. The children lost Zachary, seven years old, Liliana, four, and Oliver, just three and a half months. Now, as for Erin Murdy, she remains hospitalized. Psychiatric evaluation. Glenn Shock, 1010 wins, live here in Coney Island. The New York Board of Regents expected to vote today on rules requiring private schools to comply with the state's minimum academic standards. Some see this vote as specifically targeting ultra-Orthodox yeshivas, which are big on religious instruction but rather light on everything else. Roger Stern with more live from Midtown this morning. Roger? Lee, the New York Times says that virtually all ultra-Orthodox boys failed state standardized math and reading tests in 2019. Naftali Moster started a group promoting reform in secular education in yeshivas. We have a record and a history of complaints of non-compliance and failure to provide even the most basic education. Somehow, we should say hands off. We don't have to have any oversight whatsoever. It makes no sense but to me. PR executive Ezra Friedlander, who has three kids in yeshivas, is dead set against government oversight. Every yeshiva, every school has uh, a criteria that they must fulfill. And to the best of my knowledge, as a, as a parent, I believe that already exists. Though Friedlander admits he never learned math in his yeshiva, but notes he went on to a successful public relations career. Roger Stern, 1010 Wins, live in Midtown. Like many firms, the New York Times would like most of its workers back in the office at least some of the time, but like many workers, employees of the Times don't want to come back. More than 1,300 of them have signed a pledge not to return to the office, mostly members of the News Guild, the editorial people, but also members of the Times Tech Guild. As one Guild member explains it, Times employees are being forced to return to the office in a period of high inflation because they'd have to spend more money on gas mass transit, clothing, and lunches when they haven't received raises. The Times says they don't have a set number of days for working in the office. It's up to individual departments. But the Times says we continue to believe a hybrid work environment best suits the Times at the moment. If you've been trying to find the city with the most expensive gym memberships, you found it. A cost-of-living site called Numbio crunched the numbers, so to speak, and found the average monthly cost of a gym membership in New York City is $106, the nationwide average, $45. If you'd like to move to the city with the most affordable gym memberships, that would be Mesa, Arizona, going right there, about 18 bucks. Thanks for listening to the all-local from 1010 Winds. And for the latest news, traffic, and weather, tune to 1010 Winds, visit 1010winds.com, or download the Odyssey app to take us wherever you go.